0: Welcome to A Moment of Bach, where we take our favorite moments from the composer's vast musical output, just a minute's worth or even a few seconds, and show you why we think they are remarkable. We are your hosts, Alex and Christian Giebert. Today's moment comes from Cantata Dazu ist erschienen der Sohn Gottes, BWV 40. Listener Riley from Australia introduced us to this cantata, and so in a past episode we have covered the triumphant opening chorus. And now Riley writes... I'm here to give another one of my favorite moments from Bach, again from the same cantata, but this time it is for the aria Christenkinder. In this section, Bach tells the story of how Jesus will protect his children from the wrath of the devil. He embodies the joy and happiness felt as a child through the horns and oboes playing an uplifting melody. My moment comes from the opening. The feeling that Bach evokes is jumping with excitement from the children as they rejoice over Jesus. The long coloratura embellishments from the tenor on the word rejoice helps keep the melody flying <laughs> The percussive nature of the pulsing notes again appear from the opening chorus, but this time, the horns not only add some percussive elements to the piece, but also act as a form of hopping or jumping up and down from a child at the excitement of Jesus. And also in the B section, where the text is about Jesus protecting his chicks from hell, there is also some juicy moments in there as well. So there's some good exposition for this wonderful aria that we have for today's episode. The opening immediately reminds us of the opening to the entire cantata. There's some nice continuity there. We have in the opening of the continuo bum, 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 a figure that reminds us of the opening chorus. Horn figure. Yeah, very similar. Bum, 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 bum. It's just a different time signature. It's not only just like a motivic thing, it's also just a very idiomatic horn-sounding thing. It's just nice that he gives it to a different instrument this time. And the entire first section of the aria is based on the word freud, which is rejoice. The orchestration here and the opening instrumental introduction to this aria is just so delightful. And it paints a portrait of... Jesus, the caretaker of his flock or of his children. The meter of 1-2-3-1-2-3 gives us that pastoral feel. (laughs) The text evokes that role of Jesus as the caretaker. It reminds me of the passage of Let the Little Children Come to Me, Mm -hmm. where some of the disciples are, are saying, the kids get away from jesus he's busy with the adults and then jesus personally says no no let the little children come to me so that i can teach them also but here the children are being protected from hell's rage and fury and that is through jesus's coming to earth as a child so this is ultimately a christmas theme we have two horns and two oboes in dialogue sometimes one oboe or one horn alone will interject a tiny fragment, and that's a very nice moment when that happens. And then there's the horns just calling out on one repeated pitch. Some of Bach's best stuff is whenever you get the word Freude, you know? Yeah, joyful leaping figures. In the final chorale, we get that too, although it's not accompanied by leaping figures because it's a straighter, just chorale setting. But we get this wonderful poetry, which is just so like so festive and holiday to me. It's, it talks about giving uh, peace to all Christians in, in a blessed year, and then it says Freude, Freude, über Freude, and the translation: joy, joy, unending joy, or maybe more properly, joy, joy, over joy, joy upon joy. Upon basically, basically. Like yeah, and then Christus verit alum leite, Christ shall ward off all our sorrow,
1: <laughs>
0: and then vonne vonne von bliss, bliss upon bliss. Er ist die He is the Son of Grace. S-U-N of Grace. And what a great triumphant ending it is to that chorale. Doesn't go down, but goes up. Christ being called the Son of Righteousness, S-U-N of Righteousness, comes from one of the minor prophets, Malachi, and that particular name is given to Christ in the famous text of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Mm -hmm. So this is, it's not kind of out of the blue, so to speak, um, to call Christ the Son, S-U-N. You also don't see a lot of Bach cantatas in a key, then begin their final chorale in the parallel minor of that key. Here we have... Datsui Yoshinan, mostly in F major throughout. The final chorale begins in F minor. Mm, yeah, that's a little unusual. And it is in F minor, despite the key signature being a little bit misleading it's just one of those old key signature things it has three flats and it looks like it's in c minor it's in f minor but it winds up that triumphantly ascending up to f major so it brings it back at the end on that wonderful text the son of grace whereas the beginning is more prayerful and contemplative jesus continue to look after thy members with love and grace by the time we get to the end We are at joy and bliss, so it really transcends to the end.
1: Mm.
0: Returning to the prior aria, Christian Kinder, the second section of this aria is wonderfully evocative. We now have the rest of the text. Though hell's domain now rages, though Satan's fury would frighten you. Bach surely does a lot with these words. Notably, on the word Erschrecken, there is a Scary, chopped-up way that phrase is sung. And then we hear the words, Jesus, who can save, will gather his chickens under his wing. The protective wing of Christ, with us being under it, is another thing that we get from the old testament as well psalms i think mostly right the eagle's wing yeah but also malachi oh so this is all just a malachi passage basically maybe oh no it's actually not because malachi it's healing in its rays son of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays which the reason i confuse that is because in harp the herald angels sing it does say healing in his wings so it's a poetic Hmm. connection between Yeah, between what you said, the psalms, about the uh, on eagle's wings type psalm, and then this, it's interesting. Okay, so healing in his wings is actually just another, a different translation of that same text from Malachi. There you go. could just be an idiomatic thing, right? The sun having rays, this could be a Hebrew thing, an idiomatic thing in Hebrew. Wings and rays being the same thing for the sun. Then we close out this aria By returning to the opening material. By the way, harmonically speaking, close to the cadences, there's a really great sort of dominant chord over the pedal point of the dominant, the dominant of the dominant. Mm, Yeah. The C is on the bottom, over which you hear the B natural. That's cool. And the D and the F, and the the result is a really nice dissonance over a pedal point low note. It's not a long held out low note. The bass line is still active, but the bass line is hitting all these beats, these strong beats on C, which is our expected second to last area to be in. But then the third to last chord, which would be the dominant of the dominant, does happen, but without the bass changing. The bass stays on C, and it's a really nice crunch there. Anytime you see a bunch of numbers in the figured bass, it means something fun is happening. <laughs> and oh, it is there. There, it's those numbers are seven, four, two, which is exactly what you described, Christian. Like that's what that indicator is for. Yeah, no, I think it's cool that he does that, and I my eyebrows raised it a little bit in a in a good way when I listened to this. Usually with pedal points, it's like a held note. That's why this one is interesting, because it's not. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to just go back to the C there, and when he does. He also goes down to the lower C, which gives it even a little more like, hey, this is important. Boom. <laughs> and now, here's the introduction to the aria, Christian Kinder, from the cantata Dazu ist er der Schienen der Gottes, BWV 40. <laughs> If this introduction to a musical moment has inspired you to hear the rest of this cantata please follow the link in the episode description also if you're feeling like helping out the podcast you can always give us a rate and review on itunes or whichever podcast listening platform you use and that helps us get found by other people who might enjoy the podcast. Okay, Alex, what will we be looking at next week? Next week, we're going to look at Cantata 103, Ihr werdet weinen und heulen. That features a soprano recorder. with are really interesting couple of measures that I want to focus on from the first movement. Riley signed off on this episode request with what we say after each episode. Until next time, enjoy those moments.